Hey, welcome to Lady Overlander Radio. Tonight we're speaking with Rochelle Croft of Expedition Overland. Stay tuned. Grab your favorite drink, whether it's a coffee, cocktail, or tea, and get ready. It's Ladies Night on Lady Overlander Radio. The Lady Overlander Radio Podcast is sponsored by CB Adventure Supply, Midland Radio, Go Treads, Overland Spices, The More Expo, Wildland Coffee, Adventure Trail Outfitters, Lifesaver Water Filters, Sea Sucker Camp, and Sport Keg. Hey everybody, welcome to the show tonight. Hey Arla. Hey. <laughs> Arla and I are together again. We've been actually been together the last couple of weekends and this week a little. Yeah. She missed me so much. She's piled over with me and we're yeah. sharing space. She has better internet than my Airbnb does, so that's why I'm over here. Um, it's Women Wednesday. It is Women Wednesday. Look at us. Yeah. Look at all of us. So we uh let's see, last weekend we camped in my yard at the cabin. Yes. Weekend before that we were at More Expo. Yes. This weekend is the Professor Bats and Friends first annual camp out. Listener camp or out. something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And then we I leave for Colorado and then you fly out for Expo West. Yep. And we'll be doing some fun stuff there. And then I don't remember what else we got after that. It's busy. Let's just get past that point. Yeah, right we'll, we'll just get to that point. It's all spinning. So welcome to the show tonight, Rochelle. It's so great to talk to you. And we have a lot of great questions that we've kind of compiled for you. And again, everybody who's watching, please feel free to ask questions to Rochelle. And we will post them up on the screen and she can address those questions. So <clears throat> before we get too deep into everything, I wanted you to give a moment. I, I know most people know who you are, but just give, your, give you a moment to just kind of introduce yourself a little bit. Sure. Uh, so my name is Rochelle Croft. I am married to Clay Croft and we began Expedition Overland in about 2010. We have since uh, traveled a lot around the world. We have three sons, um, Cyrus Ryder and Eli, ages 17, 15, and 13. Uh, one fur baby Piper, who's actually laying at my feet. She's my <laughs> shadow. And um, yeah, I also have done a little uh, all women's rallies on the side, starting in Morocco. I did three of those in Morocco starting in 2012. And then also the Rebel Rally, which I um, won in 2019 with my navigator, Taylor Polly, and then second place in 2020. So that's, yeah, that's about the, that's a very short version. <laughs> You'd say you're a pretty good driver or did you do navigation and driving or what did you do in Rebel? I definitely am the driver. Yeah. Um, I can navigate if I have to, but um, I, it is not my forte. <laughs> By any means. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we got some people watching here. We have Aaron Sharp. Hey, Aaron. Errol Joe. Errol Joe. <laughs> Come on. That's my husband. <laughs> and this is Carla's husband. Better be watching. Yeah. And then we've got Nori and Gen Xers Overland. Hey, guys. Thanks for watching. 
So one of the first things I want to get into with you is balancing, because you've got a lot going on, right? So you're yep. balancing, you're traveling, you're balancing three sons, teenagers, no less. I feel your pain. I have three teenagers myself. Um, you know, and your guys are running a very successful business. So how do you manage to do all that? Oh man. Well, do you drink heavily or do you just, I, you know, I was just going to say, do I start with coffee or wine? Because yeah. It takes a mix of the two. Yeah. A lot of, you know, coffee in the morning, wine at night. Um, no, I, first of all, I, I don't think there is ever a good balance. I feel like these yeah. seasons, it's, you have your busy times, you have your slow times. Sometimes you have those days where you're like, I'm crushing this mom thing, or I'm crushing this business thing. And then the next day you're like, I'm a failure. I want to quit. Why am I even doing this? Who cares? And same with kids, especially teenagers, because mm -hmm. as you know, they get moody. And one day you're kind of the same feeling on top of the world. And then the next you're like, my kid, okay, I don't know what to do with you. Yeah. Just going to ship you away. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's over there with dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, especially in the early years when the, when the boys were really little, like toddler and elementary school, I, I felt I had the mom guilt really bad with balance. Um, yeah. one, because I, I always wanted to be a working mom. I loved working on something. I loved being out of the house. And that was at least here in that time when the boys were little I was still kind of odd for feeling like that because a lot of women were like why wouldn't you want to stay home that's a privilege and I was like yeah but it was when the boys were little I'm really glad I had that time but I've just always been the person that's itching to get out there and do things I want to build something and travel and see the world and I wanted our my boys to see their mom pursuing her dreams um I didn't want to be the mom that was like well I used to do all this cool stuff and then I had you so then I stopped yeah. I was like, well, that's not fair to them. Why, why should that be their responsibility? Well, that, and, and that would make them feel like, you know, you had to choose between them and your Exactly. And stuff. Exactly. So. And it definitely takes extra work to figure out how to do all the things. It takes a lot of help. I say all the time, it takes a village. It really takes a village. Um, mm -hmm. We had great grandparents who helped us out in the early days when, like, when we were filming Alaska in 2013, my boys were with grandparents and split that time. Even when I did rallies in Morocco, grandparents were able to come and help um, or some close friends that we had here. We had people help with meals. Like it, it was a team effort and mm -hmm. it always is. So I would say, don't be afraid to ask for help. And when you can hire a house cleaner. Yeah, definitely. Eat, eat, whether you it's travel or not. Yes. That's my dream. <laughs> That's my we're going to show a little yeah. clip from um, part of the Nordic series where you and Clay have to say goodbye because you have to <laughs> fly back and take care of the other two boys, I believe. Yep. So we'll just watch this real quick. It's a lot of fun. Lots of fun. Thank you for everything. Awesome. Thanks for taking care of us. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you are in your own destiny now. I know that's it. <laughs> Chili's on her way. It's never fun to say goodbye. It's it's an interesting thing. 
to travel and film and run a business and do hard things with your wife. It's incredibly challenging, but incredibly rewarding. And I mean, it's, it's the life we've chosen. And it's tough to, I mean, I'll see you in three weeks, but it's more of the emotion of everything involved and what it takes to do what we do. And she's just such a huge part of it. So <laughs> when she leaves, it leaves a pretty big hole. And frankly, she helps me do what I do so much that there's kind of a mental game shift that I have to go through when you change up when you're when she's here when she's not so I pretty much have to do it right now which I've done it a hundred times kind of just go all right things are different now and I have this like switch I flip and it becomes like okay game face different game face Right now. Different. <laughs> oh, it still makes Our me cry when I watch it. <laughs> I know. We all cried. I'm telling you. <laughs> My husband said I, that was a powerful moment. Hmm. You know, Gen Xers, all that scene was so touching. I did get teary eyed in that part, and what he said is so beautiful. It really is. Hmm. It, How'd that make you it, feel when you saw that? Uh, it was, it was uh, a really cool moment. Um, it was neat. So a lot of times, I'm actually in our edit room right now. This is where kind of the last of the magic happens and where Clay does all his narrations. And so we get, I get to sit in here with him a lot um, when these episodes are being finalized. And I hadn't seen any of that part or anything. And so... I was just doing the routine, like, all right. He's like, I want your opinion. What do you think? Watch this episode. I want to get your sign off. And I watched it and I was just like bawling. I was like, I didn't know you did that. Like, <laughs> and it felt really good because it is a lot to go on these trips. And I'm, I just, I'm the resident general manager, cat herder of these yeah. trips and the film crew. And, you know, you're making sure everybody's good and fed and make sure your husband is good. And, you know, at the end of the night, you, you go to bed and you have those conversations that nobody else gets to have. Mm -hmm. um, and we're working through things like, well, how to go today? Or, hey, we need to address this or, you know. Um, so it felt really good just to be validated in that for one and to have him acknowledge and just say that because he's, and he'll even tell you, he's like, I'm so bad at like verbalizing that stuff. And so for him to verbalize that on on the episode itself was really touching and it it meant a lot it still means a lot yeah it's definitely you think sometimes as a mother that you're doing all of this stuff and nobody's noticing right and yes. you know not only do you parent your three teenage sons you're also a full-time wife you're also you know full-time worker on all of these projects and it becomes a lot and then you know you're balancing all this stuff and sometimes you're like is anybody even noticing that i'm doing all of this because I'm about to, you know, burn myself out. So, you know, it's nice to have that acknowledgement. It's nice to realize that you guys are a team and he's mm -hmm. your partner. And, uh, 
he missed he notices when you're not there right yeah which is yep. and just Huge. the same as you is you know i'm sure you rely on him for things too and definitely there's a big hole there when you're not there and he's not for there. sure so for sure we have Jen extra says epic series so much beauty reflected in the people processes travels in the rigs yes Toyota's. thank you <laughs> And Farrell said, from time to time, Misty and I travel separately, and it definitely changes things when we travel individually. It does. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're used to doing everything as a team. And, you know, when he goes one way and I go another because I've got different things going on than he does. And, you know, it's rough sometimes. It can be. For sure. Definitely be a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. And then we've got, oh, hey, Kara. Hey, girl. Hey. Good <laughs> to see you at the Expos again this year. Or your hat you sent me just the other day. You remain inspiration to me. Oh, thanks, Kara. It's good to see you. I yeah. um, we'll see you at Expo West if you're going to be there. She's not. She's not. Oh, then I won't. I know. I don't know why, but she's not. She I just, think she's going to Pacific Northwest. Am I wrong there, Kara? Or right? Where are you going, Kara? Yeah, we just saw her at More Expo, and uh, she's going to be. No, I think she's doing some kind of ladies retreat thing during yeah. Expo West time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I think she said. So yeah, all us Midwest girls are all, you know, everywhere chatty and hang out. We I love it. We all hung out last it. week. Yeah. It was a good time. So how do you balance um, overlanding with kids? Mm -hmm. And this is more for me out of my own curiosity because I, I yeah. do the same thing. So I just want to know how you balance things. I, you know, because yours are enrolled in public school, correct? Or a private school or something. Yep. So how do you get them, you know, to pull them out of class? And how do you balance mm -hmm. all that? Like tonight you've got a, some baseball games to attend. How do you handle all that? Oh, well, for <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm like, how do I handle that? I don't know. Um, you should ask them. <laughs> Half the time I'm like, what did you eat for dinner? They're like, I had cereal. I'm like, cool. At least you're. You're self-sufficient. Well done. All right. Yeah. So I'll cook tomorrow. Yeah. Um, the basic food groups. They're fine. They're fine. <laughs> that was the one thing I was like, I let go of a lot of those expectations I had on myself as a mom of, well, I have to always serve them this kind of meal. We have to sit down together as a family. We have to do this. And it was kind of, Clay and I learned this in marriage counseling at one time. Our counselor was like, yeah, everybody kind of comes into this. You have your rules for your family and those rules can change. So as we get busier and things get crazy, it's okay to say, hey, we're going to, if we have one family dinner together this week, we're winning and that's great. And other times of the year it can look different. But right now with this season of life, this is a great thing that we can accomplish together. Um, so my oldest two boys are in public school. My youngest is in kind of a private slash homeschool. It's more of a self-led. He's on campus twice a week and then does everything from home the other days. So he actually just finished with his school year two days ago. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He thought he was just gonna have a free ride. And we're like, oh no, now you work. So he's in the shop working every day now. <laughs> like you don't get to sit around while everybody's working, you're working. Mm -hmm. um, but our travel is priority to us. That's why we do what we do. That's why we started XO was because at the end of the day, we believe that travel Whatever that looks like for you makes you a better human being. Um, you and learn. You can get an education on the road. And you can get an education. So that's our priority 
in with our kids and in our life and in our schooling. So with Cyrus, he missed a whole month, over a month of school when he was with us on that trip um, through Scandinavia and then Iceland. And I basically wrote an email. He's a good kid. He gets good grades. Um, his teachers know him pretty well. I emailed the principal and I said, look, so Cyrus is going to be gone from this date to this date. He will not be there. Um, sorry, I feel like that's loud. <laughs> and I didn't really ask permission. I just told them what we were doing. <laughs> and then I said, he's with the family business. He is working every day. He is learning these things and he's getting an education because he's traveling to all these countries. That's just how it is. And think he has a great school. They were stoked and just ecstatic for the experience he would have. Um, they were great about it. They just said, awesome. He's going to get a better education there than he will sit in, in the seat here. We'll work with his teachers. He can email them one-on-one -on -one and see what the workload looks like um, when he gets back. So that's how we've always handled it. Um, mm -hmm. When the boys were little, I always got the letters from the school that, hey, your kids missed more than 10 days. I was like, too bad. <laughs> he gets good yeah. grades. He's fine. Deal with it. <laughs> Still getting so, educated. So that yeah. stresses me out as a parent. We have that rule here, too. Like, they'll start yeah. sending you a letter. And, you know, uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of fines and stuff like that. And that. Oh, man. That is a thing for me. <laughs> it's I got a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I need to let it go, probably. But um, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like he gets good grades. He's not a problem kid. I'll, I'll call you. I'll go in and explain. Like if I need to, he's not just skipping school for no reason. They're skipping school, not skip. They're missing because they're getting an education in other ways. So pretty, I just, uh, yeah. pretty legit educational purpose. Yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah. There. And the great thing about video is like, if you want proof, I have it. <laughs> so here you go. Yeah. yeah. So Kara says, Oh, she's going to be at an adventure. Her, in Maris, Texas. Okay. Let's see. We struggle too between doing too mm. much for the kids and developing their independence. Yes, we do because mommy likes to take care of everything. Same. And That's I've been tough. learning to let that go because it's hard. Yeah. I, I always am trying to work myself out of a job with my kids from day one. Yeah. So the sooner I can teach them to have a skill that then I don't have to do, that's great. That's the lowest thing I need to do. And I never wanted them to be the kid in college that didn't know how to cook, do their laundry, keep their room clean. I was like, you're not going to be that kid. You're going to be a functioning human adult that's contributing to society. Absolutely. But it's tough. It's hard. It plays way better at it than I am. <laughs> like, don't do that. Yeah. 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 He's like, they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's basically, we, um, we homeschool our kids. And so we take awesome. them with us 99% awesome. of the time. Um, our, our older daughter is going to be with her grandparents this summer though, because she's getting some medical things mm. care of and stuff, but the other two will be with us at all the, all the places that we That's go. So great. So great. Old man old truck says my son's school used to count our travels as educational experience. It's awesome. Adventures online. That's cool. It's a great principle. Oh, Tate from Overland Spices, one of our sponsors. Thanks for watching, Tate. Hey. <laughs> got here. We'll be at Expo also, right? Jen Axer says, your team has had so many amazing rigs. Do you have a favorite rig? Ooh. <sighs> My favorite rigs change because <laughs> yeah. they come and go. Um, I would say right now, although I haven't had a lot of drive time in it, mm, well, my favorite on the Nordic, I was in the Tundra and that thing was incredible. It drove amazing. 
had a ton of power. I spent 12, 12 plus hours in driving that vehicle almost every day, especially yeah. on long days. And it was just fantastic. Um, but I'm more of an SUV girl. So I got to say the new Sequoia uh, is probably taking right that place. Yeah. Yeah. They're nice and roomy too. So super roomy. Yeah. Yeah. I have a four runner and it's, it's, I mean, it's roomy. It's not like her Jeep. It, her Jeep is like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Don't start the four runner Jeep bike right now, ma'am. <laughs> No, I like, I like to keep all right. Yeah. What else do we, we have here? Um, so I had a question. I want to know what your favorite adventure series has been so far and why. Mm. So South America was, was and is probably still my favorite um, because of it was just kind of where we were at in life. Uh, the team dynamics we had was just, we just, Clay and I had so much fun. Um, and it was after we'd filmed like Alaska and Central America. So we felt like we had the systems down. It wasn't too hard of a learning curve in that way. It was a lot of our same team members we'd been with for years. So mm -hmm. it was, we were just all family, which is very easy. And, and then the locations in South America were are still some of my favorite, like Colombia. I can't wait to get back to Colombia and explore further. But oh. the Nordic was pretty good too, so. Yeah, that looks pretty <laughs> awesome. Tell yeah. You. yeah. The Nordic was overland, it has to be the gladiator. <laughs> Odin was pretty sweet. Odin was pretty awesome, yeah. I called that a point and shoot because you'd take it on a trail and it's just like, wherever you point that thing, it just goes. Now that, yeah, was that was the one that 40 inch tires. To get, right? Tanner flew to get yes. to the expo? He did. Yeah. I was not impressed with the amount of wind, how loud those things are going down the highway. Like Clay and I drove it to Salt Lake once and we legit wore Bose headphones like the whole way. Really? Because oh we're used God. to land, we're used to Toyotas and Land Cruisers. We're like, why is this thing so loud? Yeah. But and you get on the right. trail and it was awesome. Yeah. All right. We've got a question from Kara. What advice would you give a future rebel participant? Prepare on a rig and to prepare on oneself. Great question. So have, okay, man, that's a big topic. So I'll try to keep it concise. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> um, you and your teammate know your roles and your expectations for how you want that rally to go. Mm -hmm. Are you both on the same page as far as, well, is one of you super competitive and does one of you not care? That will not end well. So have those conversations before you go and set your goal as a team for how you want to complete that event. Um, and then I did this with Taylor and we do this with a lot of our team that goes with us on the trips is I, I sat down with Taylor in 2019. This was the first time we rallied together. And I said, how do you react under stress? How do you act when you get hungry? How can I help you when your morale is down? Um, just kind of those basic character core questions because you'll hit all of those things. And you guys know this from travel in groups, you know, when your blood sugar dips and how, who shuts down or who maybe gets irritated easily or who can have a good attitude. Yeah. So <laughs> knowing that about your teammate and then have a plan of how to respond to each other in those moments um, will go a long way. So some teams have safe words. They're like cucumbers or whatever, you know, like you're, you're getting, you're being a diva. Here's a Snickers. Like, 
try to keep it light without it, so you don't get defensive at each other, but it's front loading as many of those conversations beforehand is great um, because the rebel is all about mental <laughs> and mental fortitude. Honestly, like the rig and everything. Yeah, you'll, the rig is important, but really how you two handle yourselves as a team and your mental capacity to perform for that long under that much tiredness and stress really is more important than what rig you drive. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then less is more when you're packing and preparing your rig. Less is always more. Always. So really streamline and home down your packing. You're gonna wear the same pants for like 12 days. You're gonna wear the same shirts. You don't need 12, you know? <laughs> so just really be intentional with your packing and what you absolutely use and need. Um, that's my like quick, quick blurb on that. <laughs> Katie Abraham said, Pop-Tarts are safe word in my snack for when I was tired. <laughs> yes. Or at least it is. I love house. that. Yeah, they're doing it this, this year. year. Here That's awesome. I love year. that. We're doing it next year. Yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. That's great. Uh, can't wait. I love it. Internationally, mm. how do you find public land to camp? Here we use Guy and other apps. How easy or difficult is that in other regions? Awesome question. Um, so we use iOverlander first and foremost, a lot all over the world. Um, we mm -hmm. just, we use that primarily in South America. It was really, it wasn't as populated as it is now. So that's a really good tool. Um, in Europe, they had their own version of that. I think it was park, park for night, something like that. And then there was another one. So even different countries and regions might have their own version apps of places you can camp. And okay. that was really helpful. Um, if you're at a place that doesn't have that, then we do a lot of we do a lot of research before we go. We scour blogs and forums. Um, and then when we're there on site, we talk to locals anytime we can at every gas station, at every grocery store, anyone we see. And then that's usually where we find the gems. So we, we honestly never have a hundred percent plan of where we're going. It's you get in the rhythm of not knowing and you're mm -hmm. okay with that. <laughs> so we have a lot of, I mean, we, especially South America, we spent some nights at, in the back parking lot of truck stops and gas stations that were safe and some random gravel pits. And sometimes you get the good campsites and sometimes you just need a place to crash. Sometimes you're on the side of the road in Oregon. I mean, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's not the end of the world. Nope. Sure isn't. <laughs> yep. It's all about the journey and the adventure anyways. As far as oh I'm yeah. Concerned, so, and they make the best stories. You're like, remember that one truck stop we stayed at and we watched that guy. Like, <laughs> a little sketchy. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Kara said, I, I hit her sweet spot. Is she talking about Rebel? do you think? Are you talking about snacks? Because that's what you do. Throw snacks at me. Yeah, I just oh, gotcha. snacks at Starla all day. Snacks, <laughs> snacks and Mountain Dew. Like, so, so going into this, I know she's not a morning person. Not. Okay. Good not to know. Not much of an afternoon person. <laughs> <laughs> Need snacks. <laughs> snacks. Lots of uh -huh. snacks. So um, take lots of snacks. Yep. She likes sleep. She's yep. not going to get a lot of that. But I don't sleep very much, but I would Got like it. to have it someday. <laughs> we both Got snore it. like you would not believe. True. Cool. So yep. We're used All good. To that. Yep. What else? I would be navigator. You'd be driver for sure. Yes. Yeah. 
this time. And we already know we're not going to be speaking by the time it's over. So we've already gotten that off. <laughs> the band-aid yeah. off. The band-aid. I love it. I love it. Well, she'll throw the Snickers. That's how it's going to roll. Yeah. There you go. So every night, just do your best to get to bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh, that's how you I do that. that. You're so exhausted she, that you actually you are. really will go to bed. Yeah, yeah. That's when we went to bed was eight. As long as you've driven well that day and haven't broken your car, so you don't have to stay up to fix it in the mechanics tent. Yeah. Go to bed when you get there. Eat your dinner. Go to bed. And it's really hard, and because you want to hang out with everybody and share stories, and there's definitely times for that. But we we were very disciplined and like we're going to bed. We love you all. We're going to bed. <laughs> well, yeah, and like you said earlier, you have to decide if you're going to be very competitive with this or yeah. just doing this for fun, for the experience. Yep. And you both need to be on the same page about that. And, yes. you know, I think yeah. that kind of affects the entirety of how the whole thing goes. It it really does. You'll So when we did Morocco the very first time, it was, I've never done anything like that in my life. My teammate had never done anything like that in her life. We'd never spent more than three days together. <laughs> and we so we went into it by saying we want to finish and we want to have fun and we want to learn all we can those were our goals we didn't want to be disqualified we didn't want to break the truck and that was it yeah and we did all those things we had a fantastic time and we were lost constantly yeah yeah we were lost all the time it was fun those truck stop showers are awesome Yes, they, they are, are actually the one at um, the ones at the pilots are pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. you know they're clean. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Shower Adventures of Salt and Sweet Tea say Bucky's. Have you heard of Bucky's? Bucky's. No. Right. So they're like a like a pilot or like a big gas station chain here in the Midwest. Way bigger. Way but they've bigger. got like everything. It's like a miniature Walmart mm. or something. It's, it's like a hundred pumps outside. A hundred yeah. gas pumps literally lined up across it. Wow huge place they have everything they dang yeah. food wise and stuff it's amazing <laughs> that's awesome and we've got katie said what's your favorite piece of equipment right now anything from a vehicle to a toothbrush mm. <laughs> wipes to wipes we all love wipes uh wipes yes yes um my tinkle bell is my favorite piece of equipment right nice. um it's so you can pee standing up or pee in a bottle which I use all the time. Um, if you graduate to like expert level, you can even kneel and pee in your rooftop tent. Yes. So <laughs> into a bottle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like in a bottle. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, they have yeah. I'm trying to pee yeah. in my rooftop tent, but I see what you're saying. I yeah. saw those on Amazon. Yeah. I was curious myself. Yeah. I, I have about three and they're all stashed in different areas of one camp, yeah, not, like our four wheel chair, camper, right? our truck, my backpack, and they're just fabulous. Yeah, I'm getting um, too old to be squatting, so I, I need yeah. to get one of those. Especially sure. when you travel with guys. Yeah. And so, because they all scatter all the time, they always do it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you can stay standing up, you can just turn around and be like, okay, I'm here. It freaks them out every time. I love it. It's great. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Chewy. Yes. Another one. And then on the V, uh, yep. I'd say on the vehicle side, uh, Max tracks are still one of my favorite pieces of equipment. I've used them since they were actually my very first rally sponsor in Morocco for 2012. Um, 
but I use that piece of equipment more than a lot. And then the, um, we just got these new air down tire caps. It's from mm -hmm. apex. I believe he's out of salt Lake and those are amazing. I think those are the ones that uh, Tanner showed in yes. the episode. Yeah. yeah. They're That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I like those. Yep. So what's on, what's on the horizon for 2023 and going into 2024? Um, well, we have a lot of things happening because we can't seem to not be busy. <laughs> Every year we're like, why do we do this to ourselves? We can't help it. Uh, yeah. So we'll be making a big announcement the week of Expo West. Can't tell you where we're going, but we are going somewhere and filming another series. Um, now that a lot of it, once you announce it, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Snickers at Expo West. Would you whisper it to me? Yes, I would. I will do anything for food. Almost anything. Very easily. I like her. I like it. <laughs> yes. So we'll be announcing that that week. Um, and hope I, I'm 85 to 90% sure Taylor and I may be doing the rebel again this year. I don't know what we're driving yet, but hopefully it works. That'll be great. Um, yeah. And then it's, it's a lot. I'm sorry. I can't really say a lot, but it's, there's some things they're going to be happening. There's we'll a lot of things it. happening. Oh, I can't tell you this. The trucks left Friday already to ship out and they're already on their way to the next location. Wherever that is. Yes. Yes. So it's happening. <laughs> you, can, you can tell us what expos you're going to hit this year. I know you can. Share. Yes. Yes. Uh, so we'll be at Expo West. Um, the whole team, full force, some of our trucks, not all of them, because we had to ship them early. Yeah. Um, but we're re we're doing an awesome new booth this year. Um, our we hired a new marketing content director, which is fantastic. He's just crushing it. And so he put together this really cool booth. I don't think anyone has ever done at Expo West. It's going to be completely new and different. And even when we called Anthony at Expo, we're like, can we do this? And he was like, why? What? Why? Why do you guys always have to do this? <laughs> why are you pushing like, the envelope? Uh -huh. So it's going to be really cool. You're going to want to stop by. It's it's oh, going to be amazing. Oh, we will, for sure. Um, and then we'll be somebody from our team or possibly Clay and I will be at the new Outdoor Adventure X show in Salt Lake in June. But we can't go to the rest of the shows because we'll be filming places. Somewhere. Somewhere, Somewhere in the world. <laughs> not disclosed at this time. I can't wait to see that. We're going to Snickerland. <laughs> she will bring you a box of Snickers because she's going to want to know. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm all about it. I also love wine. White wine. Ooh, okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Same. Same. Let's do that. Um, so Cyrus, he's your oldest. Yes. Graduate. Um, do you think he'll continue being involved with X Overland after he graduates or, you know, what kind of plans he might have? I, d that's a good question. We, we talk about this a lot because he, yes, I do think he will be involved in some way. We are not, pressuring him to be involved if he doesn't want to because he needs to decide what he wants to do and who he wants to be and mm -hmm. where he wants to go we are really encouraging him to travel after he graduates we're like don't go to college travel yeah. and he doesn't know what he wants to do yet so we're like don't go just wait clay and i are also both college dropouts so um <laughs> we're like it's it's fine go figure yourself out 
Um, but he has, he has said he once, um, after we did Nordic, he was definitely like, Oh, I have the travel bug. Where else, where else can I go in the world? And so he's starting to kind of make his own list. And then he told us he's really interested in the business side of what we do. So all of our kids are welcome to be in all of our business meetings as much as they want. They can come in and watch and learn if, learn our process and they start from the ground up by detailing all the vehicles that's always their job first yeah. and they even like cyrus edits for us he he knows how to he edits a lot of our podcasts he nice. edited on the road for the nordic series with the van Stralen boys um so we're trying to teach these skills in them that they can try out the different aspects of the business and see maybe where they want to land mm -hmm. that's but, fantastic yeah that's what I like. What we do also is we find things that they're interested in. You know, mm -hmm. like my son is insane about World War II. Mm, yes. And all the vehicles and armaments and everything. And he can tell oh. you anything you want to know. So, you know, we encourage him to learn through that. And my youngest daughter is totally into baking right now. So she's taken all kinds of courses on baking and cake de decorating and all that stuff. And Love it. We kind of do, I guess, a little unschooling. We kind of let them yeah. lead the way in what they're learning. But the traveling, yeah. I feel like they've matured and they've learned a lot by being on the road and experiencing different things and meeting different people as well. Yes. So have, you, have you seen that with your boys? Have you seen them kind of, I mean, they're kind of naturally mature, but, you know, kind of yeah. grow and blossom and see how other people live in other countries. It's a sobering thing. Oh, absolutely. And I watched Cyrus. He's he was never really our confident kid. He always really struggled with just kind of self-confidence. He was a little more shy. And when he was 10, he and Clay got to go to Israel together with um, Clay's mom. Nice. And he even came back from that trip. I think he was in fourth grade and he just carried himself a little higher and, you know, just had this amazing experience. And then um, we, he went on the Alaska trip with Clay and then the Van Stralen boys and I watched him come back from Alaska and he was pretty nervous about going. He's like, well, I'm going to be gone a long time. And I'm with all these guys. Like, it's going to be hard. I'm like, yeah, it is going to be hard. That's the point. That's why you're going. You need to go get your butt kicked a little bit. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he came back a totally different kid. And then I watched him on the Nordic and that was, it was an interesting dynamic. Cause I, I went, I was his mom, but I was also trying to not mother him. As Clay would say, he's like, stop mothering him. Like, I'm trying, but hard. it's hard. He's right there. Don't make eye contact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was so cool to watch him just start to be his own man and grow into his own person. And as we traveled and saw different countries, he drove through most of Europe and Iceland and even the Pharaohs with the trailer. Um you know, and I was behind him a lot on the radio, just like Cyrus, Cyrus, Cyrus. Like I couldn't help it. I'm like, move over. Don't do that. Don't. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he just crushed it. He is a very capable young man. And I would, if you can ever get your kids to travel anywhere, I don't care if they go on like, whether it's a missions trip with their church group or a school trip, or you take them camping or, and anytime they can get out of country, you just, you can't help but be more confident and learn and it gives you more empathy for the world around you as well. And, and then you also realize we're all so similar, no matter where you are in the world, we're so people are just people. 
Yeah. They might speak a different language. They might look different, but they, we all act and do the same things. It's pretty cool. Yeah. A, a week or two ago, we talked to with a couple, the overlanding ambulance from the UK. Oh, and they cool. were talking about that, you know, just, we were talking about in the United States, if somebody, you know, came by your house, would you let them in and, and invite them to dinner and just, you know, let a them stranger. stay the night or a, stranger. a complete stranger. Yeah. But you know, in other countries, that's the it. norm. People, people do yeah. that. And, oh yeah. You know, it's, here there's a lot of more yeah. hospitality in, in other countries it seems there is there absolutely is um yeah. yeah and they'll tell you where you if there's somewhere you shouldn't go in that country they'll be like well make sure you don't go here because they mm -hmm. they want you to have a good experience they they want you to come back they want you to tell your friends you know um for the most part there's some places that are probably overrun they're like don't share that but in yeah. general they want you to have a good experience in their country. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Joe says it's hard sometimes, but you have to push the kids out of their comfort zone. Yes. Yes. It is hard. We're working on all of that currently with yep. two 14 year olds and a 12 year old almost. Oh man. Those are some fun ages right there. <laughs> oh yes. Where nothing you say is right and everybody's mad. Yes. And yeah. I have yes. a 13. I only have one. I don't know how anybody does it with one of them. Yeah. I don't. Why? We drink. I, uh, <laughs> we, yeah, we, um, the whole like angry log concept, I think is totally true. So especially during COVID, they were kind of at those ages. We made them go outside and ride their dirt bikes every day for about <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour, or we made them go chop wood or they got to get that pent up energy out. I don't care if you're a girl or boy, just go get it out. And it helps a lot. But it, yeah, those are tough ages. Going and oh, oh yeah, everything. they gotta yeah burn off all that. Yep, and they'll Is come that... back. Yeah, and mine were always so sweet, especially Sai. He would always come back the next day and be like, oh, "Mom, I'm really sorry." I'm like it's okay, it's all right, man. <laughs> you know, it's hard to keep your cool sometimes, though, when they're coming at you and you're like, "Hey, I gave birth yes. to you. Calm down." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I think it was Jen Hatmaker who said, um, it's like they're on a roller coaster and her job was to stay on the platform and wave. Yeah. Because they're going up and down and loops and loops and you're just like, I'm gonna stay right here. Yeah, you, you just do. try not to be on the roller coaster with them. That's exactly. Yes. Yep. Look at this. You just wait. Yep. You just, just waited. Yeah. She'll be like, What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See you in five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'll come back around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No Snickers is helping that, by the way. I don't Yeah. No, you can throw anything you want at those kids, and they're, they're just crazy. Yeah. Telling you. Oh, we've got here. Let's see. They need direction and some struggle and discomfort and perspective and gratitude. That is one thing that we are realizing quickly because we both re uh, retired from the Coast Guard in 2017 and started traveling mm -hmm. full time. And so our kids were eight and six when we started traveling mm -hmm. with them, you know, and they've gone all over the place. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes they, they don't appreciate it or they take it for granted because they have been so many places and it's hard to, yeah. You know, as a kid, I never traveled. My parents and I never traveled anywhere, you yeah. know, right. Just now in another week, my parents are finally at, in their seventies going to drive their RV out West and we're going to take them to, Zion and Grand Canyon and all these places they've never seen either. 
Yeah. But my kids have been to all those places, you know, and then they're just yep. like, oh, we're going to do that again. Or we're going here. And, you know, it's like, oh, that. dude, I never got to do that stuff as a kid. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, so. I get it. We tease our boys about that. Cause we'll be like, well, what truck do you want to take? Or do you want to do this? Do you want to go camping this weekend? They're like, no, I want to hang out with my friends. And yeah. I, I think that's just, <laughs> it is what it is. And yeah. I have to constantly and remind Clay, I'm like, when you were 14 years old, what was important to you in life? Your, your friends, friends, social life, friends, friends girls, not and your friends. friends. Yeah. Exactly. Not so, it, yep. Yeah. Closet wine. Closet wine. Yep. Closet wine. So her husband makes wine out of juices and puts it in the oh, closet. Started, so it, like, started it during COVID. So, you know. Oh, that's amazing. So it is so strong, but it's so lovely. Did he make it? Oh, wine? that's awesome. Takes 18 days. Okay. Failure, failure, Tony. No wine. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you coming on the show tonight. I know you've got some baseball games to get to. No problem. Again, so um, we can't wait to meet you or see you at Expo West. Safe travels there, and uh, thank you again for being on the show. We really enjoy talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited to see you as well. Thank you. Thank you for yes. watching tonight. We appreciate it. And maybe we'll see some of you guys on in the audience on Expo at Expo West as well. I'm hoping so. I think Katie's going. Let's go. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.